Everybody, welcome to the Self Consciousness Podcast. Uh, yes, you're in the right place. Um, I'm your host, Jennifer Way. I have gone ahead and bombarded you with a big '90s throwback for me. That was that was one to another by the Charlatans UK. Um, I had the wonderful opportunity to humiliate my children in the car as I blasted that one the other day. Which, by the way, is every parent's right, um, and in my opinion, it's one of the best ones. It's just so fulfilling. But um, the beautiful Britpop nostalgia of my early 20s, which I can only share with like four other people from my life, so naturally I thought, let me change my theme song this week to a song that none of my listeners know or care about. Hmm, Podcasting 101 right there, my friends. All for you. But really, I had my second vaccine shot this week and spent two days miserable in bed. So naturally, I was watching lots of streaming TV and uh, I was watching my Mad Fat Diary, which uses the same um, intro song. So many amazing songs in that show Um, just brought me back to my youth of like being obsessed with Blur and my untitled CDs, blah, blah, blah. and also, I got a new computer. So, uh, and I've also found that uh, nothing uh, fits in there. I can't access my old theme song. I'm still figuring out which might, you know, like getting the right chords and stuff because turns out um, none of my podcasting equipment fits. Anyway, um, today's episode is going to be another solo. Um, and it's really just going to be about uh, some downloads that I've been getting recently. Um, I've stopped doing readings. I've stopped doing Akashic readings, and I've stopped doing intuitive readings, and I've stopped my spiritual mentorship, which I usually take clients for. Um, I love that work, but I'm noticing that information is not coming in the way that it used to. So... Um, I've kind of shut down and I decided to basically offer Reiki um, instead and also just kind of do the other job for a little while, the the mom job. Um, So, you know, I really just want to talk a little bit about um, some downloads that I've gotten, some observations about things that I thought I understood. Uh, So, you know, bear with the jumping around in subjects, but by now you should be used to that. Um, I'd like to start off by saying, um, psychic ability can be developed in anyone who has the desire to develop it. Um, I know that people think that these are, you know, these are gifts and and everyone who does this kind of stuff has gifts, but it's, it's actually a gift that you have as well. Um, 
a lot of times we can put ourselves in a certain box and say, oh, no, not me. I, I couldn't possibly do that. But you're actually probably already doing it. So, um, but in terms of perception and kind of what's been happening on the planet lately, uh, in terms, and I'm talking usually energetically, I'm never talking politically, well, rarely. Um, I'm never really talking anything other than sort of the kind of energy that we are receiving from the universe um, that's like beating down on us, that's meant to kind of transform us in a way that's pretty significant. So people who are sensitive, people who are following the ascension uh, understand what I'm talking about. Um, and I, I want to, I want to say that about psychic ability, because I think the reason why I'm moving away from readings is because I know people want answers from me, but I think I've gotten to a point where I just want everyone to understand that they can get those answers themselves. Um, because me giving someone answers is not going to help them learn, right? If someone gives you the answers to a test you know, uh, you're, you're not going to like retain any of that information. So, um, that's why it's just important for you to know that if you need information, all you have to do is ask internally, um, and learn how to listen for the answers. Um, and one of the things that you have to do along with that is you have to clear out what your beliefs are about this stuff. So that's, that's probably the biggest, uh, starting point. Um, you know, when I started my psychic work, it came in in a way that was just a matter of me understanding what I had already been experiencing. That's that's really all it was. And, you know, and when I started paying attention to what I was kind of seeing in my head, which sounds crazy town, um, I was able to to work with other people and give them very vivid images or words about what I was experiencing for them by asking the right questions. Um, so this this is really how it started, but I'm finding that that's, uh, that's kind of disappearing. So how do we start off with this, really? How do we understand kind of where we are and um, in the context of, it's always in the context of everything that I'm reading on Instagram or everything I'm hearing other people say, you know, everyone's starting to wake up. Uh, a lot of people are starting up businesses um, in this field, in the spiritual ascension, alien, enlightenment community, whatever you want to call it, however it works for you. Uh, there's an influx of all this stuff and it's becoming less and less woo. It's becoming less and less strange. People are starting to use this language uh, with their own psychologists. People are using this language in businesses. Um, you know, it's definitely, since I started about five or six years ago, it, things have become a lot more acceptable to talk about in the world. Um, so everyone has a higher self and is part of a particular stream or wavelength. So... I like to think of this as like rays of the sun, if we could think of them as individual. Um, so, you know, again, I've said this before, rays don't cross, the rays of the sun don't cross. So we're there's a spot for each of us. Um, 
the action of ascension or expansion is basically an act of moving through existence according to your attraction or aversion to other energetic frequencies. We extract meaning from memory plus perspective. Uh, narrative, story, and archetypes are ways we do this. Um, as conscious beings, we have free will and we have choice. And, you know, I've said in the past that we receive downloads and can channel when in states of creative flow, but recently words feel very divorced from how I've been interpreting what I'm experiencing. And I feel like I, it's time to kind of change up the language. And I'm sure I'm going to go back to the other way of speaking just out of habit. But I think it's important to kind of share with you what I've been receiving about all this stuff. So everything I'm really telling you right now is stuff that I received through going internally, asking my PGS. My PGS, for those of you who don't know me or are listening to me for the first time, PGS stands for Personal Guidance System. Your personal guidance system is your intuition. It's your guides. It's your body. It's any number of things that we consider uh, our higher self. It's, it's all these things kind of put together and used in a, in a phrase that for me captures what it is a little bit more. Uh, it just feels right. You know, I realized that language and expression have always been difficult for me um, because as a child, I experienced a household that didn't quite understand me. I also experienced a household that was very much about um, projecting onto others. There was a lot of wounding, a lot of things that were unhealed. So when you're operating with people who are unhealed, they're going to be projecting things onto you. Now, as a baby, as a child, having that thrown at you means never developing an inner sense of self, ne never really getting a chance to develop an inner truth. That was my experience. Um, I became a reflector for other people. I became a mimic, um, which I still do these things to this day. Um, I changed the, the way I speak from time to time, depending on who I'm around. I think we all do this to an extent. This is nothing that I am upset about, mad about, or ashamed of. This is just who I am. This is just how I've experienced the world. Um, I'm grateful for these experiences because they forced me from a really great starting point of zero <laughs> or less than zero to spend more time and energy figuring out who I am after peeling off all the layers that I built up up until my mid-30s. So I had a realization that, you know, when I was really little, if I can really go back into early, early memories, because things are coming back in a, in a really new way for me, um, it was always difficult for me to express my own feelings or truth because it was very much severed for a very long time. Um, and if you think about it, we're these energetic beings that just kind of get pushed into this meat, meat suit. 
and we are multidimensional and we are telepathic and we're all these things, right? That, that energy can reach so quickly. But when we're limited by the physical body, um, it's very difficult to, to understand the world around you. Um, and I also remembered recently that, you know, I, I was actually, I had a lot of ear infections as a kid and I was deaf for a couple of months. So these are all things that I think developed out of that. Um, it's, it's just been really difficult for me language, um, especially when I'm trying to explain or retain information that I'm receiving or regarding. Um, but language and the written word especially is such a big part of our current expression, but I'm getting this feeling like it's shifting. So many people have described brain fog, difficulty with words. I don't know if you've experienced this, but like jumbling up your words, not finding the right words, having like a blankness. Um, I, my belief right now is this because like telepathy is coming back online, hardcore. And we're kind of, for those of us who, who are experiencing this, it's like we're falling back into this natural state of just energetically communicating. And our bodies are like, blah, blah, but what? I feel like I'm just, I'm experiencing my soul wanting to speak, quote, speak differently. Um, again, I also think this is part of why words don't serve us so well as we step into our like higher embodiments. The words aren't in, as important as the energy of them. I think this everybody kind of knows. Um, but we all perceive the energy of words differently. So for example, and, and everyone comes from a different kind of upbringing that communicates differently, some passively, some directly, most, most not directly. Um, for me, for, for example, I was thinking about the word trauma. Trauma feels like a strange word because personally, again, this is just in my experience, it holds a specific vibration that includes concepts of victim, uh, predator, or even shame from using the word trauma when I feel for myself hesitant because so many people have experienced real trauma and mine feels like it pales in comparison. Have you ever caught yourself doing that? Like, well, you know, nothing, I wasn't beaten or anything as a child. Yeah, but you were completely emotionally neglected or ignored. And that's a trauma in and of itself. So there, for me, the word trauma, there's like this sense of extremity that, and it's always held that for me. But trauma, as I've been learning from my PGS, is one of the ways, and bear in mind, this is only from a higher dimensional perspective. I'm not saying that anyone deserves or asks for trauma, but trauma is one of the ways our capacity for connection becomes limited. This is on purpose. We're playing this game. The game would be hella boring if we had no trauma. We'd have nothing to operate from or to spring from. It shouldn't be a surprise that we have free will. But we are also essentially creating our story, our play, our game, right? And we're casting the people around us in roles that we need them to play. And in our various states of being asleep or being awakened or going back to sleep, 
you know, operating from the myriad subconscious programs, we go along with projections. We sometimes accept the role that others are giving us without recognizing that it's been projected onto us from someone else's wounded subconscious. So the sensitive ones and the ones with no sense of self become overwhelmed by these projections. And then because we are somewhat psychic, we might be receiving information and we might getting, be getting these like wires crossed. And then we're basically both carrying other people's wounding um, in their judgments of us, whether it's perceived judgments or not. You know, I had a lot of feedback from my mother that was like, well, this is just your perception of how things are. And she was right for the most part. And there's definitely times where I've been paranoid um, because as a child, I always knew that someone was looking at me. I always knew that someone was looking at me even when I was alone, Um, which is fucking scary. And also not to mention the fact that when I was like five years old, my grandmother told me that I was the most important person in the world. And I took her literally and I got really paranoid. So yeah. Anyway, ascension to me lately means that we're moving into an existence where subconscious like goes away. It becomes conscious and eventually eliminated. And we're moving into an existence where the people in our lives or the relationships we have reflect our actual truth and frequency. Because we have become more of ourselves, we've eliminated the density, we've released the emotion, we've lightened the load, so to speak. Now I'm going to jump to a new thing. Speaking of jumping, I want to talk about timeline jumping. This is something that I've been reading a lot about. I've been hearing a lot of other people talk about it. I've been hearing other people's downloads of it or experiences with it. But here's what I believe. I believe that we have created this idea of timelines, these scenarios of timelines, and we talk about it all the time in the spiritual slash alien slash ascension communities. But like, think about this. We also say all the time that time isn't linear, time linear, timeline. So why are we still using this language? It bugs me because when I use the wrong language for stuff, it shifts my energy. And then I find myself on a current going down a stream that I didn't pick. The stream of everyone else talking about this stuff when in fact it's so personal. I just don't want to hear or read about it anymore. I get into these places where I just, I don't want it. I don't want it to influence the purity and experience of my essence. So that's when I go inside for answers. Now listen, if you think I'm saying that I'm better than everyone else, I'm not. And you need to examine why you think that. I'm bringing that up because when I've said these things before, I feel the vibration from people around me that's like, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not there yet. But I just want to really drive home the fact that this is only my perspective, okay? This is just me going inside for answers. Your answers are, might be the same. They might be different. So here's my perspective on, quote, timelines and some other things. So 
this is what came up recently in a download. First of all, and I've said this before, we are not channelers. We are channeled. We are meat puppets exhibiting and radiating a very specific frequency, a channeled frequency of our larger self, the all-knowing part of ourselves. We restrict the flow of this channel through trauma, through what we call blocks, which I agree with. But when you block a flow, the flow has to go somewhere, right? It somehow expels. We're connected to each other, kind of like neurons, right? And we talk about cords, but when we cord to anything, we're just, we're connected already. We're just wrapped around and anchored into others' energy field a little bit too tightly. I mean, we all have receptors for these cords. We have receptors for being connected to. We're basically this network of connections. We exist in a light body that could even seem like a big star. We talk about the Merkaba. This is, again, these are just sort of images and perceptions that I'm like breaking through things that I'm putting together and that seem to make sense now in like kind of a different way. And I'm like even a little nervous about saying it because I'm like, well, I don't know if anyone else is going to agree with it. But at the same time, I guess it doesn't matter. What's important is that you listen and then you decide for yourself. It's just all an exercise in discovering what your perspective is. For me, when I access my PGS in different degrees, I can, and, and at different times, we're experiencing our PGS in different degrees. Sometimes it's really strong degree, like fully, and sometimes it's very, you know, limited. But when I can access my PGS, I can clear out blocks using the energy from my higher self, which is more directly or closely connected to source or God, whatever word you like to use. It's the higher consciousness that we all are connected to and can, and can access. I can also allow the energy to connect with my third dimensional mind or my consciousness to answer questions and feel out what is true for me. Timeline jumping is like a nice image and, you know, we need our symbols to understand in our humanness. We need it to help with our intent, almost like psyching oneself out, like what works for you or like ritual. Again, it's, it's just about getting into the mindset that's just going to allow us to pause and choose in alignment with what we know is true for our true current, which is unlike any other in existence. But I want to offer up something else. From what my guidance system says, jumping timelines is actually, and these were very specific words that I got, enacting reservoirs of capacity for our connection points with other, with each other. And when I look at this, right, those weird those weirds, those words feel so jumbly together and like clunky. So I was like, okay, enacting that came in very clear. Let me look it up. This is also, by the way, when you're, when you do psychic work or intuitive work, you are always looking shit up in the dictionary, especially me. Cause like words and me not so great together. Um, enacting, acting out a role or play on stage. 
That's one of the one of the definitions. Reservoirs, supply or source of something. So it's again, it comes almost back to that idea that everything is a play that we're putting together. You know, we are enacting reservoirs of capacity. We're creating abilities, space, right? For our connection points with each other. We have connection points with each other as we are here to interact with other life forms. This is how we grow and thrive. This is how we thrive. And we do this while maintaining frequency or power or light or energy. That full-bodied, fully embodied divine human in full capacity for connection. Now, this sounds confusing, right? Jumping timelines, it's like, okay, we're making a choice, but we're making a choice to expand connection, really. And if we're expanding connection, we're doing that first and foremost with our truer selves. And in understanding the self so completely and with total love in order to interact, picking a timeline is simply about choice. We say timeline because it makes us feel correct. This is something we have to let go of. For me, that means losing the timeline language and lingo around it. Honestly, I will probably continue to use it (laughs) out of habit, but I've been encouraged to find new ways of understanding what it is. You know, we can get codes to unlock our powers, so to speak, But those codes are going to be so individual according to life experience, ancestral experience, and soul experience. Codes have been publicized for a long time in religious texts, in myth, in the secret. Like all experiences, all these experiences converge in you. And as a divine human, You have all the power you will ever need. We just go through the game to remember it. You know, we limit our capacity in this game. We limit our capacity for connection through contracted trauma and expulsion. Okay. Again, I'm not saying that we choose to be traumatized. I'm saying this, well these sort of like blocks in flow or these fragments of soul, this splitting off or shadow. In fact, it's expulsion. Expulsion of our parts of our light. Expulsion is the process of forcing something out of the body. When we do inner child work or talk about fragmented ego or wounding, it is the expulsion of soul of our light, of our energy. Yes, it still exists and it is still us. So therefore we can always find a way back to it, but we have to find a way back to it through conscious connection. This is going back to like when you block a flow, it has to go somewhere. A lot of times that block can be a fucking trauma. That's Think about something slamming down into a body of water. Think that, that water will get expelled, right? From the source of it. So that's kind of the images I was getting in this, in this download. So 
it still exists. Again, we can find it because it is still us. And we just find that through consciously connecting with it. Conscious meaning exposing understanding. We all have trauma. Whether we consider it this extreme word trauma or not, we all experience it. And also keep in mind, one experience could be traumatizing for some people and not for others. Look at sibling experiences and memories. It's, It's all a matter of perspective and degree of perception. Um, Again, these are completely individual. Experiences, relationships, or people who traumatize us leave distortion. They leave disorder, and, and it's imprinted. But all of these things are just alterations of our light. But with free will and choice, we can always love ourselves. And that, that's our anchor. That is always our anchor. Self-love is our greatest power. And it is a choice. And remember, if we didn't have trauma, this would be the most boring game ever. If it helps to envision yourself literally jumping onto another timeline, then that's perfect. It just feels off to me. Instead, I offer... Choosing a different reality. I'm choosing this reality because, you know, it's it's what's going to work for me, for my true self right now. Our reality has come from our minds for so long. Now it's time for our bodies and hearts to get involved in a decision process. As it's no surprise, I was listening to Jessa Reed talking to Lacey Free on Jessa's Patreon, um, and they were talking about a concept that that was super interesting. Lacey was actually talking about this. Basically, that we're actually in the underworld right now, which is like scary when you're like, I'm ascending, but we're in the underworld. So I kind of asked my guidance about this because although it felt right, I felt like I needed a little bit more information about it and I wanted to kind of run it through my PGS to process it and see if it was the same answer for me. And what I got was that, well, I got the part about us being channeled consciousness, um, but that we're channeled consciousness that felt like going into the muck, essentially. And I also got that the layers of earth basically mimic the, and this is in quotes, layers of dimension. Dimension is simply energetic frequencies that differ and increase. You can think of it like a rainbow. We experience the super decreased, right? In order to push up and out of it. And that those of us doing the work on ourselves constantly digging into our density, into our feelings, into our wounding, whatever words you use, into our density to release it. Those of us going into our shadow to heal it. We are the seedlings of the underworld. Our consciousness right now is the equivalent of the seedling stage here on earth. Some souls are a little deeper underground than others and some are happy there. 
I was also getting that we deal with what we are able to deal with right now, put very simply. So like relax with the putting pressure on yourself, relax with this, you know, gotta do, gotta make, gotta create, gotta, gotta keep moving. Put simply, we deal with what we are able to, but we try to do this without lowering our frequency or our energy too much. So no pressure, really no pressure. If there's something you can't deal with, then you don't. But we always, always can choose to turn on our light or energy at any time. It's a choice. Did you also know that you can actually choose whether to feel pain? Pain is a choice. I learned that this week after my second vaccination shot. I was almost dead. Like I felt pain in every inch of my body. There's nothing you can do. I'm sure other people have experienced it and gone through it. You know, especially when you have a fever and you can't really take anything that helps. Anyone who's experienced COVID, I've heard it's the same thing. Um, You know, I was getting this message as I was trying to kind of like be in my body. I was like, I'm going to feel this pain. I'm going to feel this pain. And then my guidance came in and was like, you don't have to. And I was like, yeah, right. And it was like, well, why don't you try? Like you, pain is a choice. I got that message. Pain is a choice. And I got myself into my own, my own state where I know that I can kind of control my energy really easily. And I was like, I choose not to feel this pain. And I fucking felt it dissipate. Of course, I was able to keep this up for a little bit. But like, then my brain kicked in and was like, but what if I have to feel this pain? And what if I, if I don't feel all the pain, it has to pile up. And if I move through this like peaceful phase of not feeling pain, I'm going to feel it more later. It's like the, the messaging in my head was like, Oh, but I'm supposed to feel pain right now. But I mean, take this for what it is. If this resonates for you, great. Tell me about it. Please write to me. I am waiting. Pain is a choice. I mean, if someone cuts off your arm and, you know, I I mean... Who knows? Let's put this theory into practice and see. I tried it myself. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, but it seemed to work. So (laughs) coming back to the points, which there are a couple in there. um, Right now, and I've talked about this a little bit before, we're in the throes of the wounded masculine and that, that it's beginning to like fill itself out and like understand itself. Um, and, and I said, I talked about this in the energy episode that we all have wounded masculine within. So it's, it's literally an issue for everyone right now. We've all stewed in the soup of patriarchy. So no one is ever to blame, but the masculine now needs to learn how to process emotion through the physical body. This is another part of the downloads. The masculine has to learn how to process emotion through the physical body. 
running it through the system and sending it up to the cloud, as Jessa Reed says. Now, the feminine who had been relegated to the depths, this also comes from Lacey, which I totally agree with, the feminine held, this is me, and processed emotion for both the feminine and the masculine. But now she's fucking over it. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but... Now the feminine can create the space for healing, but can no longer process it for the masculine. All right? Hold your own purse, guys. LOL. Lastly, remember, there is a difference between self-care and self-pampering. All right? Self-care is adulting, you guys. Sorry, but it is. It's putting on sunscreen, it's eating your vegetables, it's washing off your makeup before you go to bed, if like glowing skin is your preference. Everything is a choice. The way you perceive information, sometimes it's not a conscious choice, but it is a subconscious choice. So expansion is going to involve looking at things from all possible perspectives. Which is a little difficult because we have one very specific one. So we're all kind of going crazy right now because we're trying to hold both. (laughs) We're trying to hold that expanded, multidimensional perspective for those of us doing the work. And we're also trying to hold this physical perspective, this, this, you know, this is my perspective from living in this physical body for these years. Um, and we got to respect ourselves through the process because we're not going to respect other people if we don't do this for ourselves. But anyway, so this is just, again, it's, it's just rambly rambles, um, somewhat rambly, you know, I did, I did try to put it together a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a shorter episode this week and, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, hopefully next week I will figure out how to, uh, change up. Well, I don't know. I honestly just need to get different, uh, machinery for my computer so that I can plug shit in, whatever that means. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks.
Yeah. 